Hey everybody, welcome to episode 40 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I'm one of your hosts, Sashu Dumont. I'm another host, Mr. Paul Robinson. Let's do this today. I'm ready. Oh, episode no. 40? 40. The big 4-0. Big 4-0. What is that? That's, um... Dildos. Silver? Dildos? Okay, silver dildos. <laughs> Got it. Got it. It's early in the morning and this is what happens. Yeah. We have a returning guest. Somebody came back. That's right. Returning champion. It's Perry. Yes. I feel like I've been on the podcast more than once because you say my name. You're on every week. Yeah, Yeah, you're on every week. (laughs) You're like like our third host that kind of ghosts his way in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So for people that haven't listened to the first one, you should listen to that one. But uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, um, I am a visual effects um, like person. Like I like watching them. I like doing them. Uh, visual effects um, for TV, movies, commercials, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And uh, do animation. And um, now I'm doing a lot of research and development uh, work at my day job, which I absolutely love because... Yeah. It's all the fun without all of the work uh, of in terms of actually using the software. Yeah. So, that's cool. Yeah. And uh, you wrote a book too, right? I believe. Yeah. You wrote a book long, on Maya. A long time ago. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You wrote the book on it, people. A whole yeah. lot of clickies going on. Yeah. Here. Click, click, clack. Click, clickety, clack. Um, cool. So, <clears throat> cool. All right. So uh, we had the Queen's World Film Fest yesterday. We did. We went to, if you follow us on the Instagram, go Gorilla Film. Um <laughs> We we visit she we visited fun. our the, the the fine folks at the Queens World Film Festival and yep. saw our film. Um, I guess the way they do it there is they'll have a short and then a feature right after that. I guess, and we each didn't block is really kind of has like a theme, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, we were kind of like a, I guess just comedy because ours was dark and then the feature wasn't dark at all. Yeah, um, but uh, what did you think of the the experience there? There's a lot of people. Yeah, the, li- um, the I think for ours the. The theater was pretty much full. Yeah. It's crazy. You can ask questions too, Perry. I know. That, <laughs> He's uh, like, I don't want to. Well, yeah. in this I don't one, care. In, in this one you. case, I just want to hear what you have to say because I do know why uh, some of this stuff happened. Because we yeah. were talking about it. So, well, yeah, so we um, we had walked into, it's, it's, at, it's at Momi, mm-hmm. so it's like a museum pretty much. Yeah. They have a Jim, Jim Henson exhibit. Oh really? And I really I wanted to go, to, go to, but it was like, oh, I gotta wait. You know, we didn't have to. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and, was, and they had T-shirts for the Jim Henson exhibit, and I was like, I kind of want to get that, but I haven't seen it, so I have to yeah. see it first. Yeah. Um. So that was pretty interesting. So I, I, I hope that stays on for a while because I want to go back for that. Um. And then we can, you know, uh, break onto the Sesame Street set. It's totally worth getting arrested over if I get sure. to see it. Sure. Well, we <laughs> somebody's like, what did you get arrested for? I busted in <laughs> on the Sesame Street set. Totally worth it. Yeah. I have I, no regrets. I would worth do that. It. I mean, I almost wore my Mr. Rogers Neighborhood t-shirt today. See? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're all children of that time. Yeah. 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 We're all nerds. Yeah. We're all old nerds. Old nerds. Yeah. I'm older nerd. <clears throat> <laughs> eh. <laughs> U- Uber nerd. A little. Um, yeah. So... It, we we kind of as soon as we got our our badges because mm-hmm. we needed those thinking badges, yeah. we got like ushered to the the film I call it the film fest drop wall. 
Take a picture in front of the drop oh, wall. Yeah, yeah. Do it. So everybody knows you're the at a film, film fest. fest wall, yeah. And um yeah, and then so we we were approached by a filmmaker. Uh and mm-hmm. they uh they like immediately went right over to you yeah. and you are awesome with introductions. So I was standing there yeah. like a stunk. And I was like, I'm just going to move aside because at no point were you like, just, this is my film partner, by the way. Yeah. He just like started talking. He's like, so your film, Paul, you did this and that. And I was like, I'm going to just go get a cookie and some water and yeah. I'll meet you back at the table. He totally threw me off because first of all, I didn't expect it, you know. I'm yeah. just sitting there and he's just like, oh, the gaffer, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't know if he was with the film fest or <laughs> who, are who, you? who he was. <laughs> calling you a gaffer? Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I uh, I can be, I guess. Yeah. I've done that and so i was just caught off guard and i was like oh all right so, so we're doing this right now okay yeah uh yeah you're, um yeah i want to see your film too it's great you know like i was just totally yeah off, well actually perry that. that was the best part was when the guy goes like you know it's the it's the pleasantries that you do when he's like oh yeah the gaffer can't wait to see your film man and paul went thanks <laughs> and literally said nothing else after that and it's like you know when a mom is watching their kid you know, interact with somebody, yeah. and I'm going, say, I can't wait to see yours, too. Yeah. And Paul's just like, pretzels. He just starts <laughs> talking about something else. And then, like, 20 seconds later, he's like, yeah, yeah, your film, too. <laughs> yeah. like, I did it say is. it eventually, um, <laughs> only because I can picture in my head you doing that. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I better I ask them. Like, because doing they didn't the have death a eyes at him, like, yeah. say it back yeah. even though this man refuses to acknowledge me yeah. say it back well they didn't have a trailer for their film they literally just finished editing their film two days prior to the showing oh yeah um so it was this like is the, the thing for people i that, i don't is, I, my anxiety is too high for that kind of yeah that yeah. kind of stuff yeah way too high um, it's almost like neptune yeah yeah and then um so, and then there was like a press guy i talked to well when we had to take the pictures this <laughs> So we oh, had yeah. to take the pictures, and they're like, they you know, have, well, take they a have, picture well, first, here. They have a, the staff person wants to take pictures of all the filmmakers. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, you know, this guy's like, take a picture in front of the, the drop, and then take a picture next to the car, the cardboard of the poster. The poster yeah. So we're doing that. So he's like, so listen, can you do one thing for me? Paul's like, yeah, okay, sure. And he's like, uh, I need you to do a video and say, like, my name is Paul Robinson, and uh, this is my film, and, and I love this film fest, and this and that. And Paul is, like, ever the overactor. I'm like, this is going to be hilarious. Yeah. So he's looking at me like, do you want to come in on this? I was like, I don't want to be part of that, because I know what's going to happen, and I'm not getting next to that. You do it. So, 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 you know, I just stood to the side. And, you know, so first take, doesn't even say the name of his film. And the guy's like, all right, so uh, just let's just do it again. But say, like, the gaff or whatever. He's like, got it, got it. He's like, I'm Paul Robinson. A film is the gaffer. And I love the Queen's World <laughs> Film Fest. I was like, that is exactly why I didn't jump in there. Because I did not want my mug next to that. And I was just like, good grief. So he comes yeah. over. and uh, But, like, at first, because, you know... You're not an actor. I mean, you mm-hmm. can You you could be. You just don't act. You know. And so he's not used to that, like unscripted. Like when you tell an act, like do this, and like we think of something in our head, or like okay, just give me like ten seconds, I'll get it. He was just thrown off. Like I have to say words in front. Of, what do you mean? What, like what kind of words? Words? <laughs> what? What? Are, uh, uh, poll? Movies? Yay! <laughs> all right, let's do it again. <laughs> Where you actually give us all the information I asked for. But he, he you know, I love. I I can't wait. To find that video. Oh, I yeah. hope they put yeah. that up. I hope so, too. I don't think anybody else was that excited to be at the Queen's World Film Fest in the video. Which is why they, they should use it. Yeah. They use it. <laughs> You're going to be their mascot. Seriously. 
I should have got a free shirt out of it or something. I do have to say, it was, we're not used to Film Fest this big. So it was really confusing when you walk into hundreds of people, yeah. everyone going in different directions. And you're like, where's the, how do we check? What's going on? We don't know what's happening. Like, we didn't yeah. know what was happening. So that was, that was a new experience. Like, how many people would you say are usually at your, the film festivals you go to? I mean, the ones that we 20? go to are like, like there, there could be. Well, no, there have been more. Like, there's some that we haven't gone to, and they've been like, oh, there was a great turnout. I'm like, of course, because we didn't go to that. Yeah. Um, but it, they're just, they're very, very independent, the ones that we go to. So probably between, like, 25 to maybe 100 people tops. This was, like, the theater held 300 people, and it was pretty packed. And that was just our theater. There yeah. were other theaters playing as well, so right. in that building. So The yeah. one I went to with you guys across the lake was, I don't know, was, I would say it was, like, 30 people. Yeah, it's, like it's a smaller, yeah. So they're yeah. usually around, around that size? Uh, it's a, yeah, it depends. I mean, like the the one that's here is quite small because we, there's nothing artsy here. When you do stuff like that in like Boston and stuff, there's more art, yeah. and so you can pull in sixty or seventy people. For, but here, there's like yeah. there's really nobody. Yeah. So they they tend to be a lot smaller. But um, this was just like kind of overwhelming, and I was like, just like, where are all these people coming from? And they're all gonna oh god, yeah. my head's gonna be so big on that screen. <laughs> <laughs> That's the biggest my head's ever been on a screen. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was that was, was a, a positive amazing. experience for you, was it? Yeah, it was just I'm antisocial, so I yeah. was like, but I I zone into professional mode when they're like, all right, let's have the filmmakers come up. It's just like end scene, and I stand there and I smile. I do the smile when somebody talks. Oh yes, <laughs> that's interesting. Oh my goodness. Okay, <laughs> yeah. And inside, I'm like, I want to get off the stage. I want to get off the okay. stage. It's cold up here. I was freezing. <laughs> it's so cold up here. Um, but I felt like we were in the way. Yeah. Because well, we the, had no cast or crew. Nobody came to see it that yeah. we knew. They had like their whole the cast entire and crew theater. There. Like not entire, but I'd say like. Probably twenty five percent of the people in that theater they knew, yeah. And so, like when they were like, "Let's," they asked their cast and crew to come up on stage for a picture, and we were like, "Let's get the hell out of here," yeah. Because yeah. uh, because they were like, "Yeah, have your cast and crew." We're like, we're it. That's what we yeah. said. We're like, we're it. Let's just yeah. exit stage left. Let's get out of right, here. Right after the film, they're like, "Couldn't the uh, any filmmakers in?" And then us two, we just stroll down there. And but they had yeah. like six people up because they had like their director and their producer and some of their actors and all this. And it was their, it was their premiere. They premiered yeah. at that. Festival, so I kind of so. felt like we were like bleeding in on their moment. Yeah. So yeah like, exactly. Get out of here. You stupid short film. <laughs> like, Sorry. Oh, great. They, they came. <laughs> great. They're here. Um, I don't know. They were cool people though, but it just, yeah, I, nice. I just yeah. felt like this is, we're too small. This film's too small to be on this stage. We're yeah. just going to get the hell out of here. But I think cool. the, uh, the showing went well. Everybody laughed when they were supposed to, when they were supposed to. And, yeah. Uh, you know, pretty much seemed like everybody laughed in the theater, so that was good. Got, that has been, luckily, for the ones we've been to, everyone's laughed when they're supposed to. Yeah. That's all I ask. They seem to be laughing like, with worst, it, not at it, so that's Yeah, good. at worst, <laughs> just laugh when you're supposed to. Yeah. 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 Like, I got accosted in the bathroom by, like, three women about the film. Hmm. Like, in, you know, you're in line, like, trying to pee, and people are like, so let's talk. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't, we're in a bathroom. There's people taking a piss. Amongst other things, and toilets flushing in between our conversation. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I had people come up to me. Uh, well, we had the, as soon as we walked out, one of the 
yeah. members of the film fest were like, I just, oh my God, I love yeah, this. Yeah, this, blah, this guy was, was really like super nice. nice. Oh, no, the, the girl, the girl first. Oh, the, yeah, there was a, yeah, there was a girl that w- when we came Both out. Both very young people I found interesting. Yeah, young people. The kids like the, us. Kids. Wow. <laughs> and the kids, the kids are the future. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we had, we came out. I don't know. It's like, despite the fact that my face was just on that screen, and I'm wearing a badge that says what film we made. When somebody was like, hey, your film. I'm like, how do you even know who I am? Yeah. How would you know? Who, what do you talk? Did you mean to talk to me? I don't think. I think you think I'm somebody else. Um, and she was like, just like, just giving us so much praise, which makes me delightfully uncomfortable. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you know, I just say thank you so much yeah. constantly. They'll say something and I'm like, oh, thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Oh, God, that's very sweet. Thank you so much. <laughs> like, and so she's like, what was it? The film cost? It cost 15000 I was like, no. <laughs> 1500 yeah. like, 15000 We could make three films for that. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's adorable. That you thought that we would get $15,000 for anything. Yeah. Um, but she was really sweet. And then when we were leaving, this guy, like, ran after me. He was like, I just want to say, your film was great. And you had... What did he say? It was something like, to like the effect you had a of vision. Like, you had a, you and had a, you followed it. And yeah, I was you like, had a, you had a, I mean, that is generally the idea, yeah, but yeah. I mean, he was really sweet, but I was like, okay, <laughs> like, I something didn't know what to, to say to that. He's like, like, you had yeah, a vision. You had a, you had a point. You had a, you had a, a you just a, followed a, it. You know, you had a goal and then you hit the goal. It's almost like you wanted to record something and you press the button. Like, it's right. like you did you know, what you were supposed yeah, to do. Yeah. But you know what it is? I think it's very excited that we did it. I think because. I, like, I, I think on it now, talking about it, and how many times have we seen something that you're like, I know what they were trying to do, and they did not do it. Yeah. So I think that, like, he just didn't yeah. have the words for it, yeah. or maybe his words were far too professional for us, Yeah. It, you know, in the way that he, that the words that he chose. But I think that's kind of what he meant. Like, you watch films and you go like, yeah, that didn't hit the mark. And yeah. I guess we hit the mark. I, I Yay. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I could say. Yeah, and you were in the bathroom, and I had like probably about the same, probably about three people come up to me. That's a lot for us, by the way, guys. Usually nobody comes up to us. Yeah. But it was a, you know, it was a lot of people that have seen it. It was the most people that, probably more people seen it at that, that, (laughs) than than ever, than have seen the trailer on YouTube. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Actually, that's probably, it was a good fest. All the um, employees, I guess, or volunteers, whatever Mm -hmm. they are, they they were all really nice and helpful. I thought it was was a good experience. Yeah. I had a good feeling about that film from the minute I saw the the like crowdfunding um, video. Oh, that you the guys video, did, mm. which I, I probably watched twenty five times at least. <laughs> I thought it was hysterical. Yeah. Thanks, Perry. Sure. Thanks so much. Thank you so much. You have to say that because you're in front of us now. Thank you so yeah. much. <laughs> My goodness. So um, there. So I'm gonna just go off on little tangents about little things that have happened. Okay. So there. We'll call this Sashia's tangent corner. <laughs> <laughs> so there were there were a couple things I'd seen yeah. on on the lines. Right, it the happens inter- it happens to be that they're all on Facebook. Yeah. And so the first one, just short short and sweet, was you know we've talked about um, certain organizations that say they help independent filmmakers. You know we've had this discussion. Mm-hmm. Well, said organization had put up a post that just kind of made me scoff, mm-hmm. where they were looking for and i guess someone had reached out to them about needing a specific location so they just put it on a facebook post and they're like hey anybody uh, see if you can find an airbnb that looks like such and such and i wanted to be like 
that's your fucking job. Yeah. So they're outsourcing. Yeah, like they've now outsourced to their Facebook followers to basically do that for them, and then if it gets found, they'll get the credit. Right. I was like, that is really li- like i could do that yeah. if i was looking for an airbnb location right i would just be like hey does anybody know an Airbnb location that looks like that's that was the extent of the help there i guess hence why i don't really rely on uh anyone else well yeah. based on your previous experiences with this organization mm-hmm. just the fact that they responded in any way is actually some improvement at least yeah at least at least there was that but i just thought lazy ass (laughs) (laughs) that's as far as you went all right i mean i don't know what else they did but i just thought like that shouldn't even be for the amount of clout that you have if you're resorting to a facebook post Mm -hmm. we have to resort to stuff like that yeah because we don't know anybody but you know i just thought that was kind of magoo yeah actually this reminds me um when I was listening to one of the shows earlier where you were talking about tax credits, mm-hmm. um, I was sort of like tangentially involved in bringing tax credits to Connecticut. Mm-hmm. I wasn't involved in doing it, but I was working with the person that was involved with it at that time. And it it really is everything that you said in the episode that you guys were talking about it, where it doesn't benefit anybody except for the people that don't really need it in some ways. Yeah. It never benefits people like at this level or even above this level. Yeah. They'll never go like, Hey, film students. Yeah. Here's $10,000 or here's a credit or, you know, something like that. Those are the people that really need it. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the thing. Cause if we, you know, if we're spending five grand on a film, cause that's literally all we have. Like, Mm -hmm. They're not going to make any money. They're not going to make any money, but we're the ones that really need this every little Mm -hmm. bit of every single dollar we can. But if you're coming in here with a multi-million dollar production, chances are you kind of, you know, you're in in a better position than we are. In comparison, they're going like, they only have $500,000 and we're like, oh, only $500,000. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I guess to a Hollywood film that has $41 million, $500,000 is nothing. But to us, that's, I don't think we would spend $500,000 in our life making films. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's even questionable, frankly, now that this has been going on for, I don't know, 10 years or so, uh, that tax credits have drawn people away from Los Angeles, mm-hmm. whether it actually makes money for those places anyway. I mean, certainly right. temporarily people show up and, you know, they they hang out at, at food places and they, you know, maybe have some yeah. rooms and stuff. But beyond that, it, it probably has a very negligible impact on the on the economy there. But also, it, all it does really, and you can't quantify this, is like bring attention to that area like wow we have a film in our town yeah. or in our state but what does that do all that does is it's a press release at the most yeah mm-hmm. it, it doesn't equal anything yeah because yeah. when the quiet place because a lot first of all they bring they a lot will, of they, they hire, bring a lot of their own yeah they do hire local people yeah. they do and that's why the local it, people that are that are in the union specifically they want that tax credit tax credit because they're going to get more jobs and more films we have i get how that works right. but it's just for the little guys that doesn't do anything because we're not benefiting from any of that yeah at all in fact it makes it harder for us yeah. because now when films start getting made here we can't even really work deals with the towns anymore. And because now everybody's like, oh no, we want way more money for this property because we've had a film right. made here yeah. already. And they or paid us like, $20,000. Yeah. And it's like, well, great. But now what or are we the place has heard, oh, well, they paid so-and-so 20 grand to film on his property. So that's, that's what, what I, I want. That's what I want now. Yeah. yeah. And we're, we're done. Plus yeah. each, um, each state or each 
county that does this, that gives tax credits, has a different requirement for how many local people you have to hire. Right. Often, it's not many. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. as you just have to film for one day, I think, even with the one that we were looking at. If your production is 30 days to film and you filmed one day in New York State, then you're eligible for that credit, which is like you filmed for a day. How much work did you bring here in that one day? Whatever. Anyway, segue into the sort of the same conversation where said person I caught on somebody else's post. I don't know. I just thought this was really, I've never seen somebody do this before. So there was, it was a post about how there was a a film going on um, locally that was being filmed at a diner. And then this person jumped in. on the conversation and was like oh i was interviewed about when they were going to film that here which is like okay yeah so what i mean you know whatever and (laughs) so i thought like that all right that's enough but then it kept going they then copied and pasted their own quote so quoting himself or herself quoting himself (laughs) (laughs) in the response to the post and then at the end even put his name like, you know, wow, yeah. as the person who made the quote, I was like, Jesus, <laughs> like, we get it. Double I attribution. get it. <laughs> I was like, oh, come on. I just hate. I think that's that's the kind of thing. Like when I look at the film fest and stuff like that, I don't care if I get recognition for the work that we do. I just want to be able to have enough money to do it. Like if we had enough recognition where we just were able to fund our projects, I'm good with that. Like, yeah. I don't care. If you know you you hear about films taking upwards of thirteen years to make, mm-hmm. how the hell do you make a film for thirteen? And why would you even bother at that point? I would hate that script so much. Yeah. And how are you in it in the same way? I don't know. I just I don't have the 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 perseverance perseverance yeah. to do something like that for for over a decade. Um, but you know, then comes like, oh, you know, you want to gain recognition from this. I don't really care about it. I think when when people have something nice to say and they come up to me and they say something nice, it's freaking awesome. It's great to be validated when you work hard for something, of course. But I, like, I don't really care if people think that what I did was so great. Yeah. You know, well, because it's you know, it, you know, we've talked about it before too, but it's it's about the goal, right? What your what's what's your goal? I just like filming. Is your goal to make it big and be popular and make a lot of money, or is your goal just to make another film? You know, yeah. And our goal's always been just to make another film and make a better film. You know, take our last film, The Gaffer, and then we now we're going into Vital Sign. So our goal for Vital Sign is to make it a better film than The Gaffer. Yeah. By our by our own kind of you know measuring you know yeah we did have a conversation afterwards though and i don't i don't want to come off like uh, a a complete asshole when i say this but we have talked about quality Mm -hmm. in film and um just something that we've noticed in a lot of film festivals is like now with vital sign we're kind of losing our minds about everything looking perfect lighting perfect every like when we i think obviously we're we're our own Worst critics. But when we watch, he could light 90% of the film perfectly. And then there's this one scene where the sun was just not working. I mean, you see this in Hollywood films as well. It happens Mm -hmm. that that a scene is blown out. And we're just like, we want to write off the whole film because we're like that fucking scene. That's all we could see is that scene. It's blown out. I hated it. Ruined the movie. And so much so that we start to not really enjoy the film process. Yeah. Forest through the trees. Exactly. And so then, you know, but 
there's a there's a kind of common theme that we see at film festivals where a lot of people don't care about this stuff. Yeah. You know, and the whole film is blown out. Um, an entire film with zero depth of field. Yep. And like none at all. Yeah. Nothing. There's no depth of field in an entire in film. And you're like, weird. everything's in focus. So it's that I'm just saying, like on a technical standpoint, you know, you, when people make films and if they're starting out or whatever, I don't know if, the, if, if, if it's their first film or not, it depends. But sometimes it's people that have been making films for a long time. And you think, I think, Jesus, you should know that's blown out. Do you not know that that's blown out? Or do you just not care? Do people not care? Or, <laughs> or, well, I mean, they do if, care, but it's just like that's what they got and they got to work with it. Yeah. Like if it's essential to the story and there was no redoing it or they didn't find out till later, they had to use it. Yeah. I think I just think that because that look, I think of it differently where independent film, right, is supposed to like it's just about the process an independent process of doing it. And that kind of everything. I, I don't care if it's not a big budgeted film. I don't care how small the budget is. You got to have depth of field somewhere. Like that at the very oh, least. Yeah. There, there's some things that it's like, that's not hard it's, to do. Like that is attainable. Yeah. That is attainable. You can do that. And that's something that you, you know, you have to learn the aesthetic of that and what that does and how that uh, contributes visually to the film. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, people have it on their phones now. Right. Yeah. Right. And so it's so weird when you, because I, I, I noticed that we had watched um, one of the films and at, at the, we didn't get to see many at the fest, but one of them we saw and we were just like, it, you know, I noticed it and I was like, is it just me? And then, like, you leaned over and you're like, there's zero depth of field in this film. <laughs> I was like, I know. <laughs> yeah, it just, it, it threw me off because you're so used to seeing it. And I don't think it was an aesthetic choice. I just think that's how the film was, you know. They weren't, they didn't make the decision, I, I like, just don't I don't think, want any, I want everything in focus. I just don't think they thought to do it. <laughs> yeah. Because if you don't know about depth of field, or and look at, you're not a film, depth, yeah. yeah, lack of, if, you, if you're, you're not a film student, but you understand the importance of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, going back to that <clears throat> point, it's like, you know, I want everything to be lit perfectly. It's as perfect as it can be. And so that's my bar. And I mean, realistically, I'll know, I'll, well, you know, come yeah. for the vital sign, right? Well, I'll never be able to, something's going to happen, you know, there's going to be timing issues. We already know that film's issues. not going to look the way we want it to. Right. So, but <laughs> we the, already hate it. <laughs> but you shoot, you know, you shoot for the, you shoot to, to do that. Yeah. And then you come up short and it's still good. It's still great, mm-hmm. but you have to have that. You always have to kind of like over, like you, you kind of have to, you know, shoot for the stars and you'll reach the sky or whatever that stupid expression <laughs> is. Right. I can totally relate to this. I mean, not that I haven't made films before, but I wouldn't call myself a filmmaker by any stretch. But when I do visual effects, I'm my own worst credit uh, critic for that. Yeah. But then I have a, a second like problem, which is I hand them off to somebody else and then they don't often look correct because if I'm giving it to somebody to like composite into another shot, like a, like a CG element, a computer generated element that has to go into a live action shot. If it's not done right, it looks pasted on. Yeah. And I, you know, yes. Has this happened to you, Perry? Oh, many times, but, but recently Mm -hmm. like quite egregiously. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. It's, it's been a very difficult uh, transition to go from, wow, I, I just worked, uh, I don't know, 20 hours uh, a day for like four days in a row to make it look perfect. And now it looks like pixelated garbage from the, like the 1990s. Yeah. yeah. So let's segue into that. Sure. Segway. Um, segway. Um, so Looks you, like you're being a cog. You did. Guh. Guh. 
G. Uh, you you did have a recent experience, and so here here's the thing with this business, right? You don't want to piss people off. These are your clients, right. but it's important for people, especially going into this field, to understand that this can happen to the best of us. It doesn't matter how great you are as an artist; you don't have the ultimate say. Mm-hmm. And whoever is doing the editing or compositing and all that stuff, really, you're at you're at their mercy. And so, what what uh, you know, without I guess naming names, right. what was your experience like? Well, I mean, to just add to that before I talk about my experience, I would say that those people are actually well-meaning, mm-hmm. just maybe don't have the experience to pull it off. Right. Uh, and and also sometimes don't have the time, even if they do have the experience. But there's some simple things that can be done that makes things look better. It's, it's really um, hard when, like in this recent project, I, I have a goal that's set for me by the client of it should look like, you know, X and X is described in a certain love X. way. Yeah, X, <laughs> X is, is awesome. X is freaking awesome. It should look a certain way and it's described that way. And so that is, that is the focus of all of my tests. So if I'm doing something like, for instance, smoke or fire or mm-hmm. water or whatever i am going after if let's call it photorealism mm-hmm. uh, i'm going after that as a goal and i'm doing it in an isolated environment meaning i know it's going to be added to something else but yet i'm looking at it just in a void yeah, no and, context yeah, yeah there's black around it and i'm just looking at it and saying does this look real and okay it doesn't look real enough so i'm going to spend another i don't know four hours tweaking it Mm -hmm. and you know and paul's experience with neptune is a great you know example of that for you recently it's just Uh like the smallest little things one particle of dirt could be like in the wrong place and it's like oh my god i gotta redo it yeah for three months yeah (laughs) (laughs) and and then to to finish that and hand it off and then have that that element because that's what what it is it's an element of a it's called an element, but it's also an element of a composite for mm-hmm. a final result. To have that look pasted on or be um, devoid of any contrast or to even have fringing on the edges where there's this geeky thing, clickety-clacky thing called um, <laughs> anti-aliasing, which softens the edges so that they don't look stair-stepped. Because it's when it comes down to it, when you render something on a computer, it's just a bunch of square pixels that are mm-hmm. all arranged. So anti-aliasing smooths the edges. Well, if you don't do it right, you can get a black fringe around the outside of it, which makes it even more pasted on looking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, you're at somebody else's mercy. So I'm already hating the stuff that I do because I'm thinking it's not good enough. I don't have enough time. I'm not good enough. I suck. Like oh, all yeah. these things go through any yeah. artist's head. But then on on the back end, you hand it off and you're like, well, it's as good as it can be in the time that I had. And maybe, you know, the client likes it and the client loves it. And then I watch it and I'm like, oh, my God, they killed my baby. Yeah. Like what happened? Yeah. And all of a sudden I love your it. Your ass again. just yeah. falls out yeah. of your body and yeah. you're like, I cannot believe. Yeah, because yeah. you I we were communicating while you were doing this because you like you were sleeping at work. Yeah. Yeah. Like you were working hard. And then I remember how devastated you were when it came out. And it was like, oh, no. And I think so. I mean, I know a little bit more about it than than somebody who's not in it because of you guys. But for somebody who doesn't really know much about this, I think that people assume that when these things are done, it's a bunch of people all working together in one office in unison 
all communicating in the same place. And this thing just sort of births cohesively. But in reality, pretty much none of you have met one another. You maybe haven't even spoken on the phone. It's all through emails and you're communicating Mm -hmm. uh, online and you're all in your own places doing your own thing. So it's very much the left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing Mm -hmm. until it comes together. And you're like, oh, we were on two completely different pages and there's 12 of us. So how do we... That's 12 pages. That's 12. (laughs) That's 12 of the wrong pages, no less. (laughs) So... Now you get this end product, the deadlines here. Yeah. And you got 12 pages of crap. And, you know, maybe um, separately they all made sense and they look great on their own, but it's not cohesive now and it's too late to really do anything about it. Yeah. Uh, And I think like that's, that does, you know, when when you watch something, you go, oh, that's terrible. You tend to just kind of want to blame the whole team. Mm -hmm. And it may not even be that, it may, maybe everybody even knew what they were doing. It's just, they didn't know they were all doing the same thing at the same time, and they were on three different projects. Yeah, and and it used to be the kind of thing where you had to be in the same room at the same time mm-hmm. in the same office. Right now, it's it's only like the larger mid to larger companies that are doing that. Right. Everybody else is sort of outsourcing. So, like one of the people I worked with on this project lives in California. I've communicated via email. I've never spoken to him on the phone. I've never met him in person, obviously. Um, and the first time we're going to meet probably is this coming July mm-hmm. uh, at a conference. And uh, it's it's a really tough thing to to work with somebody else who's literally creating part of the image mm-hmm. that you're creating. So there's like a live action element. Then there's like something this guy's doing and, and it's taking up like a quarter of the of the frame and I'm doing something that takes up maybe a third of the frame and they all have to be put together. And if we're only communicating via, communicating via email and we're both exhausted and the client is taking all of this stuff and putting it together and then puts it together incorrectly, even if they put together right, it probably would look like crap because right. there's just not enough time to back and forth. But when you don't put it together correctly, man, it just, it ruined my week when I, yeah. when I saw that. And, yeah. and, and, Unbelievably, it is the most seen thing that I've ever worked on by <laughs> into by the millions. Factor, yeah, by a factor of a lot <laughs> into the millions of views. Yes, was that that you know whole thing of being a you know a cog in a much bigger wheel, and then you know how do you, you either have to make peace with it right, or yeah. you have to try to communicate, um, you know what they call a post mortem. So going through the process of breaking down what happened and where you think it may wrong may have went wrong delicately of course because then you know you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings or whatever so but what do okay. you do with that because my understanding right is that i mean it as a professional for, you for look me, at if, it if i were to go bad. shoot something right and then give them the files and then they color graded it and it looked like crap because mm-hmm. they didn't know what they were doing it's like god i had to i don't know i i, I don't know but don't know but do that 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 leads to another question is, what if they don't know that that looks bad? Yeah, right. Which is what happens so often, right? That the people in, in that business- They get all done are, as Kruger. Are, they can see it and they're like, oh, this didn't work. Yeah. Th- th- this didn't work at all. But the client is elated mm-hmm. with the end product but because I, to them that looks good. So yeah. what do you know? There's just so much you can, can do. Because if they think that looks good, how can you, how are you able to explain to them other than showing them- Look, I did it myself. I did the whole thing myself. This is what it's supposed to look like. This is what it looks like now. Do you see a difference here? And if they don't see a difference, then 
you literally can't do anything about it. I mean, let me let me just right. say that 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 the final that the end product, right? If somebody had said that this was intended to be a parody of how wrong things could go, it would be brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it would. Right? It would be if somebody was like this was a parody. It would be Oscar winning brilliance. Yes. <laughs> but the 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 issue with the specific uh, project was that the clients were very much serious and they think this looks good. And as an artist, your hands are tied, but that's your work. So now what do you do with that, right? When you have work that you worked hours on that you put so much effort into and you don't ever want anybody to see. That's right. the irony there. It's got millions of views and yeah. you're like, I hope nobody ever sees my name attached to <laughs> yeah. this right. because now what? Yeah. And uh, there's also, there's also another part of that, which is sometimes when people are taking on something larger than they've ever done before, which was the case in this specific situation. Um, the, the clients um, were involved in it and were, were, overwhelmed with work there's a and i'm not sure that this was actually happening but i've experienced this so i could think that this would be a possibility you are um amazed that you actually are able to finish it that you can actually do it Mm -hmm. because it's like it's so overwhelming it's like how am i ever going to do this then when you actually finish it it's like wow like i actually finished it it takes a while to like look at it again with eyes that aren't like sort of like freaked out that I'm not going to make my deadline mm-hmm. eyes that are like more normal, like, Oh, maybe that's not right. Or maybe that could have been better. But when you're younger and you've never done this before, it's even harder to do that. Yeah. And, and it's so technically difficult and there's so many moving pieces, not just on screen, but just like moving pieces, meaning like so-and-so in California is doing this and, you know, Perry in Connecticut is doing that. And, and, uh, they're delivering it at different times. So I'm going to do part of the composite at, at, you know, on Tuesday. And then like Saturday of a week from this Saturday, I'm going to take Perry's element and put it together. Oh, what was I doing back then? Yeah. Oh, I, I just, I need to get it done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. And then you get, you get what you get, man. Yeah. Yeah. Frustrating. You get frustrated. <laughs> oh, no. His face is just so sad. <laughs> it sucked. It really did. Well, the, the, so for anyone going into the business, <laughs> yeah. the texts between uh, Sashia and I about this particular uh, result um, were were like pretty harsh for me. In fact, you said something to me in one of your texts, like, I, "For such a positive person, I've never heard you." I can't remember what yeah. you said. Like, you were just so downtrodden. <laughs> I just didn't know. I'd never seen you so upset with with work. It's so disappointed in it. And I mean, I, I honestly, if I hadn't known that this person was serious about the theme of this video, I 100% would have been like, they're taking the piss. There's no way that this is serious. They're just like taking the piss out of like, you know, uh, I don't know, comic type stuff or, you know, and it's a parody. It's obviously a parody. It's not serious. And he's like, no, this is, they are serious. And I was like, oh no. Because yeah. otherwise, it's like, that's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was a comedic element, for sure, of what they were doing in terms of the script and the acting. But yeah. like, but but the, it's like the visual part of it. it I think they wanted, to, they wanted people to laugh with them, but yeah. they were laughing at them. Right. Yeah. So they still got the laughs, but it's like when somebody doesn't know the difference. So they're like, hey, everybody's laughing. But yeah, but this is the thing. They're not laughing mm-hmm. 
at the joke. They're laughing at your attempt to make a joke. Yeah. Yeah. But for some people, that's okay. Like they don't, we've talked about that as well. Like they don't, people don't really care. Some people don't care if you're laughing at them or with them as long as they're getting. Yeah. I guess all you can really do is hope that you can possibly do it yourself for your reel. If you're going to do that. Do you like to do it yourself? Do you like to do it yourself? (laughs) (laughs) Or, you know, just, I don't know. It's so frustrating. I've done that actually. And, and it wasn't in this case. When was it? It was, at least 20 years ago, I worked on a film, um, which was a regular budget film, like, I don't know, uh, under a million, but it was probably around 600,000, something like that. It was a film for um, Roger Corman. Mm-hmm. And it had a, no, actually, no, that wasn't for Corman, but so it was a higher budget film, actually, that I'm talking about. But it had um, uh, a famous star who was a bad guy in uh, Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, if you can guess who, who hmm. that is. Uh, and um, it had um, it had a, a, a really uh, strange um, direction by the director in terms of what some effect was supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. And then I, I looked at it and I hated the end result. The film came out. It did zero business, but, you know, we got paid and all that. And then about five years after that, I resurrected it because it bothered me so much. I read it <laughs> and I put it on. I mean, I literally could not get the the original um, footage off of the tape without extreme effort because five years in technology is a long enough it, time. Yeah. Yeah. And it was on something called Exabyte tape, which they had moved away from. And nobody even had a, a drive that you could attach it to. So yeah. anyway, I finally figured it out. I got the frames off and I came up with another version of the effect that I liked better. And that's what I put on my reel. And now, of course, many years later, I hate that too. And yeah, I yeah. redo it, but I just can't keep redoing the same effect yeah, for yeah. years and years. But it's sort of like the, not to compare myself to to him, but it's sort of like the George Lucas like thing where it's just like you wanted it to be one way. You didn't have the time or technology or budget yeah. or whatever, and you want to redo it. And you know, we're all like paid to do something, but we're also putting an artistic element into it. Otherwise we would just be like pushing buttons. Yeah. Like, you know, and if I could train somebody to push the buttons, then they could do it or yeah. Yeah. clickies in your case. Yeah, yeah. 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 Automate that process. Yeah. I just don't, I, I've, I, I don't know. I, I don't think I can go back on something that I didn't like. I, I see it as, because some people will do this for years and years and years and then re-release and re-release and they're like, Jesus, how many times are you going to do this? It's like that relationship that just doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. And you keep trying to go in and I've done that. spruce I it up yeah, and I you're like, it do, doesn't work. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't really do that too much with uh, either films or, or motion graphics or anything, but I've done that with music. I've talked a little bit about it, but music for some Fraggle reason. Fraggle Rock has music. Fraggle Rock has music. <laughs> um, there's just, because I don't, I guess because I don't, play music enough a lot so when i do yeah. write a song i can you start monkeying with the same yeah you're like hey remember that song that i wrote two years ago and every i rewrote it again and i yeah. changed and it, i added this thing it goes in it yeah and i'm like all right sure yeah so but yeah i'm trying to get to a place where i can just do something and then get to the next thing i mean we have that's actually a problem for us is that we're already Ready yeah. to go to the yeah. next thing. Listen, we've made mistakes. Let's just move on. Yeah. <laughs> but you haven't actually released this yet. Fuck it. Yeah. It's fine. Who cares? <laughs> so it's been like such a, I mean, we still have, we've been to a couple fests. The film's been in a, a few fests now. And 
we have more coming up and it's just like well when we start when it started in fest i was all i could focus on was the opening scene because we we filmed that last we were running out of time we didn't have time to light that scene properly and it was like oh as soon as the movie would of course start, it has to be the bleh. first scene yeah. yeah as soon as the movie would start it's like oh here we go but now and i i mean this in the nicest way just kind of seeing other people's films and the errors in their films that are getting way more press than ours. Mm-hmm. I'm at peace with it. Like we have to, we have to watch this film at least two more times. It's going to be in a, two more fests that we know of this year. Mm-hmm. We haven't heard from a few others. We've been rejected by some, uh, so we won't be seeing it in theirs. Bite me, but um, <laughs> we will be watching at least two more times. And I'm kind of at a point. I'm just like. I'm over the film because it yeah. was a year ago and I'm like, eh, but I'm over criticizing, over criticizing that scene. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, it is what it is. I mean, yeah. there's mistakes in everything and th- that's independent film. Yeah. That's why it's independent. You don't have money to film something for five months straight and have somebody sit here and I don't have anybody to uh, look for consistencies in, in wardrobe and in placement on uh, of objects and that, you know, you just don't have time for that stuff. Is, yeah. is this the normal like life cycle of the project for you guys where you it, it go, you hate it immediately after you're done with it because you're you're I'm sick tired of it. of it you're tired of it and then yeah. you hate it if you watch it a million times but do you eventually always get to this point where like you're okay with it and and I just for I just it's like yeah, that relationship just, that I cried about and I was like I want this to work so bad and then I'm like who yeah you know? okay. <laughs> I got a new relationship that's kind of and and not because. I don't care about our films. It's just artistically, I never want to get stuck on something. Yeah. yeah. I made that film. I had the experience. Yay. Let's move on. Yeah. The same with like our film, Adam, that film was, could have been so much, you know, if we were That's to remake it. That's one of the hardest it, ones for me. If we were to remake it right now, it would, it would be a million times better, obviously. It'd be right? a completely different film because yeah. I wouldn't make it over. Yeah, but, but it's <laughs> like you know, it has to come to a point where that is a film. I'm just like okay, it's, it's where done. that guy's comment totally fits i had a vision i did not fucking hit the mark <laughs> at all and and i can i can say that what i yeah. wanted that film to be that's not what it was i didn't hit the mark yeah. because too much shit got in the way we ran out of time we didn't have enough money we did not spend enough time in pre-production yeah. and the day of because we love to do this we love this we could shoot this in a day yeah we could totally shoot this in a day no, we can't. Yeah. That was at least a two-day shoot. And I think if we'd had the two days, I would like that film a lot more. But nothing that I wanted turned out because we ran out of time. And, yeah. and here's the like the difficult part of being the person that makes something like that. And you you have to at some point like accept the compliments that other people who don't know what was in your head. Mm-hmm are giving you because their opinion, like for instance, specifically about Adam, I loved Adam and I watched it. I didn't know what was in your head. Bless your heart. I looked at the mm. end result and I loved the acting. I, I loved the lighting in a couple of the shots. I thought that it really stood out like the one where you're upstairs, like sort of in, in that, mm-hmm. that room. The hallway. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Avery's room. Yeah. Avery's room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out to Avery. And, uh, you know, so uh, obviously we, me in my case, did not see what you had planned. We will never see that. So all we have to do is judge what you what you resulted in. And I, I've listened to some people like that I've followed and I admire, and their opinion of it when somebody a fan comes up to something that they absolutely can't stand is, you know what? I don't want to ruin that person's experience mm-hmm. by saying how much 
I hate this film or, <laughs> oh, that's very nice of you, but I can't stand it. Like they, they basically have to say, oh, thank you very much. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and just leave it at oh, that. Oh, thank you so much. Mm. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. You like garbage. That's nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's only garbage to you because but, you compare it to the imaginary thing in your head. Well, well even of, more cynically, I think I'm just assuming they're just being nice, that they don't even really mean that they like oh, it. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So even worse than that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think that was that film was a perfect example of wearing too many hats. Mm-hmm. Whereas act, as an actor, I, I kind of plateaued in how much I can handle on set. And that shoot, there was so much going on. There was so much going on that day that I couldn't really get into character. One of my biggest issues aside from just... you had two characters. I had two characters to play. Mm-hmm. And you don't... You know, it's not like that whole method. Like, oh, I need to... Oh, I have to morph into this other person. But you do need time to just go like, okay, that character's done. Now I'm going... I had zero time to do that. It literally went from like, we're cha- we're going to set up the new lighting, change your hair and makeup, go. And I had no time to really get into that next character. And it was a fucking disaster. Yeah. Which is why with A Vital Sign, it was like... Could we make this film in a weekend? Probably. It's going to be shit because we're not going to be able to squeeze it all in. But, you know, that's where it got so expensive because I said, we need at least four days, four full days. Mm-hmm. That's the law. Lo- we've never shot. We did. Well, the di- division. Well, the division doesn't count because division was like we shot that over several months because everybody's schedule was different. But we never shot like all day. You know, it was like we'd shoot for a couple hours. We did like a weekend where we shot a bunch of stuff, and plus that was that a was long. That, that I mean, was the end result was really long of that, right? It was, it was like, like forty five minutes, forty forty five yeah, minutes, something like that. Like that. Yeah. yeah, that was it was a lot more. But yeah. we've never attempted anything like that since. And mm-hmm. so this is shooting four consecutive days. We've never shot consecutively like that. Yeah, uh, that's where the cost is coming in because I was like, "There's no way." What's the point? There's no point if it's always, to have this concept yeah. and try to squeeze it into two days. It's going to be garbage. I already know it. Yeah. Yeah. And and really upping our pre-production. We have historically been pretty poor with it um, because we both come from such a, a run and gun background. We'll figure it out. We'll get there and figure it out. Whatever. Who cares? Well, Especially me. I, I was always just in like, all whatever. Fairness, yeah. I'm a planner. Yeah. yeah. And I married a run and gun. Yeah. <laughs> Don't drag me into that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will plan a film five years prior. I'll just get like the the bullet points for it, just so I can remember. Yeah. Right, this is what I want to remember five years from now. Um, and well, that's why you, we you started planner, so but then, ha- so early been now. So many times we've planned a film out, and you're like, "Yeah, I don't. Let's do this film well, instead." I don't. <laughs> so well, it's because like, we don't, I can never get excited about a film because we, then we because end up changing it's, our there's minds. money on the line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know it, that. That's just it. If I knew. Listen, we can get five grand easy. We can raise that easy. I wouldn't care. I'd just be like, yeah, let's do this one and and we'll do the other one next year. But I never know. Like, yeah. When when are we going to get this opportunity to, uh, opportunity again? Do I want to make this film? Is this the film that we want to make? Yeah. Should we be making this? Oh, my God. You know? I've yeah. thought that about a vital sign. We haven't even started. I'm like, did we go in too deep? Yeah. Are we crazy? What are we doing? Yeah. Can I do this? I don't know if I can do this. Yeah. So like, give us some money, please. Like Adam, we're totally confident. Yeah. Like Adam <laughs> is a film that I really learned the value of um pre like lighting tests. Yeah. You know, and then I brought that into the gaffer and which helped out a lot. Being able to go to the location and to shoot some lighting tests. Yeah. And that helps, you know, it make it look better, gives you more time. You don't you're not wasting time on the day. When you're paying everybody. So <clears throat> I know with the vital sign, we're going up to shoot the teaser. 
And we'll probably do some lighting tests yeah. as well. well we're gonna we're, we're supposed to go up next weekend to just kind of do measurements and stuff yeah. for the teaser. Yeah. We're planning prior to the te- even for the teaser. Yeah, we're going up to to get we're measurements. going in hard. <laughs> we're going up to get measurements, and then we're going to go up and do a teaser and lighting tests, and then we're going to film. Yeah. So in September, no excuses. It's better not suck. Yeah, it's gonna suck. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody that we've hired for this, are you listening? No, no it's going to be. I was just kidding. It's going to be great. I, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited about this film yeah. because you know I look at everything else we've done and I can see how much better I would make it knowing what I know now, and then knowing what I'm going to know in six months is even, even I'm more. Just, I'm just, I, I'm living in a perpetual state of panic, controlled panic, because so much relies on the crowdfunding. I'm eager. Once I know, like, it's, it's almost like I, I can't get, shut your mouth. There's no way you know that. <laughs> it's going to be good. There, I cannot get into it completely in terms of confidence until I know that. Even if it's bad news, right? If I knew right now, like, look, the most you're getting is 2000 At least I'm like, okay, that's all we got. Okay, I can, all right, that's the number, and then move on from there. But I you won't know. Knowing. Yeah, I hate not knowing. I won't know until July, two months before we start filming, yeah. That this is what we're actually working with. And then I have only two months to start donating blood, potentially get rid of one of my kidneys, because you really technically only need one. Yeah. It's a bitch, but you can go without it. Uh, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Hitting the credit card debt. Just go and, you know, get get some sexy Kevin clothes and, and just, you know, just start walking around and be like, hey, I'm actually, I'm not really actually offering anything. I just want you to give me money. Yeah. I just want you to think, I'm, off. you to think yeah. I'm offering something. Yeah. yeah. I, there's ah. there's um so much uh when you're first starting out and you don't have the pressure of having to have money or even having it have to look good in a in a community of other people like yeah. when I first was making films we were I mean yes we didn't really think about it but we were putting it on television on local access um cable television we were making many many episodes of this show it's called Valley of the Shadows and I never thought of it as it's not going to be amazing because I was a kid. I was uh, making it, I don't know, when I was like 16 or something like that. And just the fact that we got to do this and we were running around and we were making, quote, movies mm-hmm. was enough. But like when you get older and you start like comparing your own stuff to other people's stuff, it, it makes it more difficult to like your own stuff, but yeah. also to get better without having that voice in your head that's saying, you're not good enough. You know, you didn't learn that enough. You're smart enough. Yes. Yeah, God darn enough. it. You, people, or, people like me. Or you don't have enough money, which is also another, like, as you keep going up, that's another voice that's whispering in your head. Yeah. Like, you don't have enough money to make this look good. Yeah. There's just so many. Like, I'd, I'd like to just for. That sp- ignorance is bliss. Yeah. I'd like beginning. to, for some small amount of time, just go back to that, like, feeling of just running around and making something for the fun of it. But. You know, I wouldn't like it when I when I finished it anyway. So like that period is gone. Like, yeah, I don't know. I still kind of feel that way about it. I mean, there's certainly that's because you're a child at heart. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's it's there's certainly more um, structure to what I do now as opposed to when I was just like me and Brandon and Rocky running around making whatever, making the whole stupid horror films or whatever. But um, there's still like this this fun of play, yeah. you know, as, aspect to it that I that I have. That um, I couldn't really do it without it because otherwise it's just going to feel like a job to me. You know, I, I want to like be on set and have and have fun and and you know 
you enjoy the company of all these people because like we've talked a little bit about is, you know, when we're hiring somebody on their attitude and how we get along with them is just as important as their talent, Mm -hmm. you know, because we're going to be spending so much time with them. We're doing something that's very like important to us on like a, you know, I don't want to say emotional level, but yeah, you know, like an artistic level. So um, I think every, like literally every single person on this shoot coming up is somebody that I feel like we get along. We, would get along with if yeah. we were friends with well, them. We're also like doing. Um, we're going to be filming um, interviews for the crowdfunding in the next and like two weekends from now or something. And <clears throat> it's kind of also a meet and greet for all the actors because I want everybody to at least have met. And because mm-hmm. we don't, I, I don't do rehearsals. I don't really like rehearsals. I think it seems to it gets too stagey when people start reading things over. And we'll probably do like a quick read. Yeah. Prior, like prior to running the scene, we'll do a quick read, go over it, but not really before then. I'm just not a, really a fan of it. We'll have blocking rehearsals and stuff. But the thing yeah. that you were talking about, Paul, about about the experience, like running around with Rocky and the other people, like having that fun. That's that's an ex- you're describing like the experience of being on set and of actually getting the chance to do it, which is I, I'm totally relating to that because I I loved that when I was a kid. It and it's also because you you aspire to do that and so you feel like you're getting as close to that as possible by by running around with like you know a, a VHS camcorder mm-hmm. yeah. best case. buy camcorder yeah and, <laughs> and it's just like you know let's film this scene let's film this scene and then we're going to go edit it on 3 quarter inch videotape yeah. like and like i look at them now and i can get that fun back like yeah. i can feel it but you know, the end result isn't good, but sometimes it doesn't matter. Sometimes it's only about that experience, yeah. like of being on the set and stuff. Yeah. Just now we all have bills to pay and time is you know, yeah. valuable. We can't do that. I want to go back to when I didn't know I sucked. Yeah. <laughs> you know, those yeah. were good times. You don't suck. But I, well, I mean, before that's you subjective. thought you sucked. Yeah. That's subjective. But I, I that's what I said. I want to go. I, mm. I, I don't know. I don't but know. You, I mean, in I, the beginning, it it is crap, but you just don't know it. Yet. I've always it's, been it's just endearing. You don't know that what you're doing is could be way better. You have no idea because you don't have the experience. You're just doing it. Right. Like when I edited on two on two VHS players. Yeah. For a school project. Hilarious fun. Yeah. I thought it was the most awesome thing I'd ever done. It was supposed to. It was like you had to pick a decade, mm-hmm. and so I picked horror movies in the seventies. This was for a history class. Don't ask me how that somehow passed, but we were allowed to do that. I guess it was supposed to be the history of anything. And so I did the history of horror movies, but um, of course from the did. 70s. That's awesome. And it was like a senior year project thing. And I was probably the only person that was like stoked to do it. Everyone else was like, God damn it. you know. And it didn't have to be a, a video. It could be anything. I was the only person who did video because I made them drag that giant fucking television mm-hmm. upstairs into our classroom so that, you know, so so she could show her stupid thing. And I remember just taking the, the, v, the, the VHS player from the living room into my bedroom with my VHS player. And my boyfriend at the time hooked everything up because I didn't know anything about that. Blank tape movie. You've come a okay. long way. So the exorcist, you know, and then it was literally like, stop yeah. there, put the next stop. <laughs> like, and then. I mean, it took me probably like an entire day of having to keep playing the same scene because I wouldn't stop it on the right part. And I thought like, this is so much fun. And nobody expected a video. And so my teacher was like, this is great. And I'm like, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) And I think if I watched that now, I would just be like, oh my God, that is horrible. But it was so much fun. I didn't know any better at the time. 
Yeah. I mean, you know, we didn't even have camcorders. I didn't have a camcorder in my house. Like, yeah. I had to just use my television and, you know. I've edited quite a few films on two VHS yep. players. I did I did that for, and even though I'm uh, way older uh, than my voice sounds like, uh, <laughs> I, I did the same thing. Uh, it's not... Um, uh, it's not that fun getting it to work, as you're saying. Like, you have to replay the same thing over yeah. and over. And you can't go on, because not like today in the future where we can insert edit things and everything right. else pushes, pushes over. over. You just have to wait till it's done and then you move on. But I remember doing that same thing in college. I don't remember what the class was, but I ended up sh- um, coming up with a story that was really an extension of what I did when I was in high school, running around with the camcorder. So somehow they they let me get away with that. And I shot um, uh, a short film about um, a guy, like a police officer or detective chasing somebody uh, who was like a maniac who shot somebody. That somebody turned out to be me in a cameo um, uh, on a train. And they're following each other through the woods after that when they jump off the train. And then um, they end up struggling and um, the bad guy dies. Uh, but you don't know who dies because you hear the gunshot until the end. You don't know who's going to die. Sounds like boring and like every other stupid movie we've ever um, seen before. The problem um, is if I were to do that today, I would want to have a meaning and have it to look good, look good and take time uh, on it. But back then it that was, was like, enough. that was yeah. my assignment. Like, yeah. I don't, I have no idea what class it was for. But I, I imagine even if I knew what class, it's still the connective tissue between that class and the assignment and that film still would have been very tenuous. Like, mm-hmm. I, I have no idea, like, how I got away with that. But it was so much fun. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, like, fun is not enough now. And it should it should be. And, and it would be great if it could be. Uh, because doing it now is so much more powerful. We can get better looking images. It's easier than it ever was, you know at any point in history to make films yet now we're all more sophisticated and we have responsibilities and bills and we can't actually yeah. have fun. I think as much as I love beautiful you guys footage, are Debbie Downers over here. Yeah. <laughs> Life sucks. Um, I think as much as I love beautiful fo- footage, I have a love hate relationship because recently I saw a movie that I loved as a teenager and I just went, did it always look this shitty? <laughs> yeah. Clerks. Oh yeah. Oh, it, it it did always look that. Shape. I ha- I mean, I I think I saw Clerks like maybe six or seven years ago because I'd played it for Jared. Um, yeah. Uh, and I didn't see it then. I guess we weren't like far enough along. Actually, mm-hmm. it was probably it was probably more like eight years ago then because we weren't even in the house yet. And you know, I still was like, "Yep, this is still it's still working for me." And then I don't know, maybe it was like the channel that aired it. I don't know what happened, but like we were ready to go to bed and it came on and I was just kind of baffled. I was like, why does this look like shit? (laughs) And I almost couldn't focus on the story that I love because I just kept critiquing what the visuals were. Yeah. And and that aesthetic. And it was like, oh, man, you you do. You know, you start to lose. The love of a story because you get so hung up on the visuals. Having said that, though. It's so much easier to get better quality image now right. than it was back then. So it's oh, kind yeah. of a catch twenty two because it's like, yes, that's true. The story, the story should be the most important, and and you know you should be able to focus on that and pay attention to that. But at the same time, we're not talking about camcorders anymore. Mm-hmm. 
We're talking about digital. We're talking about the fact that you can get really good images on fairly lower quality cameras even. Yeah. So DSLRs there's no excuse. There's kind of no excuse to right to now. have, you know, to have that look good. Back then it was, you know, yeah. impossible. All you had was a camcorder. What could you do? It's actually more um egregious to have a film suck uh story-wise and look good than it is the I've seen opposite. plenty of those movies yeah. that get accolades like up the wazoo and I'm like, did anyone watch this movie? Yeah, like yeah. I fell asleep. Story? Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> so like, you know, like that's I think part of why we we loved those old films was because they were good and we didn't really have like anything to compare it to in terms of quality. Mm-hmm. And it didn't matter as much because we we weren't jaded. We're all kind of jaded now yeah. as we get older. But also there's this whole thing and and uh, people on the internet have talked about this a lot. There's probably a name for it where like something in your childhood is great because maybe it was great, but also maybe because it was the time in your life where you actually watched it. Yeah. And then you watch it years it's later. It's just nostalgic yeah. at that point. Yeah. 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 Maybe it wasn't actually great or maybe it was, but just not as great as you thought because now your life is totally different. Yep. Yeah. Like when you watch flight of the navigator over and you're yeah. like, Oh man. I yeah. loves this movie. This yeah. is crap. <laughs> but it's great crap. Yeah. But you just, you know, you start looking at effects and things like that later and you're like, oh, this was terrible. Yeah. We just didn't know any better. Yep. It's all perspective. Like I was just reading an an uh an article that had a video to it with the reaction of everybody watching The Exorcist for the first time in the theaters. Oh. You know, people are like, they passed out like what pussies. It's like nobody had seen that back then. Yeah. We're just yeah. J- we're too jaded now. We've seen everything. After movies like a Serbian film comes out, I mean, what what else can you do? Yeah. Human centipede, we've right. gone there. We've gone there. There's nowhere else, aside from actually killing people <laughs> on camera, there's nothing else that we can do to really shock ourselves. The great thing is, as you were talking, in my head, I thought human centipede, human and centipede. then you actually said it. <laughs> Somebody was like, I've got a story. We're going to glue people ass to mouth. <laughs> and then somebody else was like, Let's Brilliant. make three of them. Yeah. Let's keep I'll doing it. I'll give that. you so much money to do that. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll give you money to do it again and then again. Yeah, yeah. sequel. So, I mean, back then that was, nobody had ever seen something like that. Yeah. And then, you know, you're also jumping on the on, on people's religion where they feel like I shouldn't be watching this because something bad is going to happen to me. And then, and they believe that by watching this, something's bad going to happen. Something bad is going to happen to them. I'm not a religious person, but I love religious horror for that reason because there's always that especially for people who believe in it the what if that's what's so scary is that they believe that they're doing something wrong Mm -hmm. by even watching this blaspheming and and there's there's also a, a what if factor because nobody even the people that are not religious nobody knows anything in terms of you can't of prove like, it you can't prove that it's not real or right. it is real so there's always like one tiny little granule of well maybe it would be well, bad if i watched as this. a kid for yeah. me it was because i wasn't baptized mm. and i had friends that were mostly catholic some orthodox and they were all like you know you're going to go to hell when you die right and i was like i didn't do anything yeah. i don't even understand what i did um and so i always had this kind of thing in the back of my mind not because i really believed it but because it had been ingrained by people around me that I was susceptible. And I believe that Reagan in The Exorcist was not, they weren't religious. And that was 
Mm-hmm. That was supposed to be what made them susceptible to it because they didn't have that protection. And I was like, I'm going to go first. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, this thing's coming after me. Like, I'm going to turn into a demon. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I, that's why I always liked it. Mm. It still stands, that movie. I don't care what anybody yeah, says. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It still stands. It's good stuff. Yeah, I love it. Good. All right. All right. All right. How long did we ramble? Rambled on. Rambled oh, over on. an hour. Front and back. Front and back. So um, we don't have to shout out Perry because he's that here. Was here. Yeah, and it would scare me. <laughs> Perry. <laughs> if you shouted. You'd be like, you weren't here. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's it. You know, you and. Whatever. He, oh, Paul is like antsy pants feet. Yeah. And he and does this noticed. everywhere we go. He's like, tippity tap, tippity tap in the middle of something. <laughs> and I'm like, shut the fuck up. Stop moving your legs. Everywhere we go. People yeah. listening to this don't have the visual of Paul literally adjusting his yeah. mic at every word. And so she and I have not like <laughs> the thing once. Yes. Uh, he's yeah. just all over the place. It's a quirk. He sure we'll it's call a feature, it that. not a bug. We'll call it that. <laughs> You're you you like to move around a lot. And yeah. I just I just want to throw this this other visual in there aside from your oh, I love this film fest was the the people that 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 came up to us and we were talking about like not even the directors but um, actors in the film mm-hmm. suits and it was casual dress they had said that but you know like suit and tie like everyone's like not in a tux but kind of dressed up you know yeah. and you know they're doing the networking thing they're doing, oh shaking hands and what do you oh like your film like because everyone basically just looks at your tag where are you from what did you yeah. do okay you know whatever and Paul is literally like oh cookies. <laughs> <laughs> because there's a counter across the room um, with like this, just this one guy sitting there looking like he hated life, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, and you know, there's like jars of cookies. They sell sandwiches and whatever. And we, you know, we were like kind of hungry at this point. We left our water in the car, and it was like, oh, can I get to get a water? I got to pay nine dollars for water. Yeah. And uh, so there goes, there goes Paul. We go up to the line, and that's when. When this film guy walks up to him. So that's why I was like, I'm just going to step aside and buy the stuff. And so everybody, we get to the table. Everybody's talking and schmoozing. And he's literally sitting there snapping off pieces of cookie and eating chips. And just like cookies and crumbs all over his face. (laughs) And I'm like, (laughs) I said, if you or we ever make it, you will totally be like the Kevin Smith of the indie indie film world. Where everyone is super professional and you're just like. Cookies. Yeah. I mean, cookies are like. They're, they're cookies. That was all. Yeah. He didn't care what was going on around him. He was hungry. He had hunger pangs and he wanted well, to get a cookie in his film, belly. I swear that our film time changed. So I'm not sure about. I swore that we were at 345 yeah. and then like we got there and they were like, oh, it's at 445. And we we're like, oh, all right. So we have over an hour to kill at this point. Um, and that was it. That's it. He saw chocolate chip cookies. You give me some free room. time and some cookies, and it's over. <laughs> uh, that's. But it was just. It was such a. It was just such a scene to watch everyone around him, mm-hmm. just in this professional mode yeah. of just going through the motions of like this is what you do at a film fest, and he's literally just like fistful of cookies all over the beard yeah. and just crumbs hey, everywhere. Man, I'm not here to impress anyone. I'm just making movies. <laughs> no, it's like you're just. You're just adorable. What I think is really funny, because she will tell me that she's observed you doing things. So I'm like removed like two times from you. And I think it's hysterical how she 
just sits back and watches you be you. <laughs> and uh, and I, I don't know if anybody knows, but I work with Paul too. So it's just sort of like, I know like the things that she's talking about. And sometimes she'll send me video proof, but other times it's just a story and it's just as funny. <laughs> yeah. That's my tuts. That's me. But I do, when he does the antsy legs, when we're somewhere, that's this is me. Like anytime we go out, I do this like at least three or four times. Yeah, right after the yeah. film fest, we went out to eat, and there was like I'm sitting at the bar, and there's like it this had piece like a of wood metal here, so plate. Of course, I'm or, like tapping on it that we're sharing with the entire bar, and oh. he's like playing drums. He's got a <laughs> kick drum underneath the bar, the kick drum. like yeah. kick drum, and I had to just like put my like everyone can feel that or he jimmy legs in a movie theater you know the whole row can go and i'm like you're that guy that i'm looking down like who's doing that i want to punch that person in the throat (laughs) he's sitting right next to me some boy's like stop i can only imagine what this man was like as a child when he does stuff like that i'm like you must have been such a difficult child to wrangle because he doesn't stop moving as an adult Mm -hmm. you're just like freaking ball of energy that's how i keep my dad bought something's got to do it you know It's certainly not the oh, ice God, cream and, my excuse? Yeah. And, and cookies and things. Yeah. Well, that's how I counteract all that crap. Right, right. By just constantly... Burning it off. Burning it with off. movement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, you guys are a blast. Blast. Blasty blast. Blasty blast. All right. So shout, shout out, out to... to Steady Geeking. Yep. Reality, Reality Bomb Comic Cast. Mega Brain Comics. Yep, yep. Those group... Not up for Those group below... Lo, lo, Lads. I'm going to say low class. I'm like, no. that's not nice. I was going to say lads and folks. So I started lokes. Lokes? Lokes. Fads. Those fads. Those guys are great. Yes. They will be on, I think, in like a month or so. We have so much crap going on, it's not even funny. Like every weekend there's something going on. And I know you're going to make me watch that fucking Avengers movie when it comes yeah, out. So. <laughs> yeah, buddy. We actually have an interview that day set up for Nine the podcast. The so we have to go... We have to do the interview first thing in the morning and then saunter over to... No, no. Yeah, yeah, it is in the morning, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nine o'clock our time, I think, which is insane. Yeah. A musical composer. Yeah. if I mean, if all goes as planned, um, he's in Ireland, so, you know, time difference. So he's like, I could do this time, my time, which is 9 a.m., your time. And then he's like, that's Avengers Day. So once we'll just go right after. I was like, I can't wait. Yeah, we'll have to do the podcast go to the Avengers film, come back, edit it, because I have to work the next day. Yeah. Yep. Stupid pay-per-views. Did you watch Marvel yet? Uh, no, I haven't seen it yet. Okay. I, I, Marvel. I was just curious. Did you see Marvel? Captain Marvel. <laughs> it's the same. <laughs> They're all Marvel. That's her exactly. name, right? Yeah. Marvel. So, yeah. I mean. Yeah. Or Marvel. 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 Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Marvel, if you're French. <laughs> <laughs> Marvel. <Marvelou. laughs> all right. So, I think we got everybody in there. Yeah, and uh, you know, thanks for for coming along. Thank you for being on, Perry. Thank we'll have you, you on again. Me. Thank you. And hopefully, you know, your next uh, gig won't be traumatic. Yeah, it won't ruin my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you won't shed tears and slightly vomit in your mouth yeah. when you see the end product. Yeah. Damn it. Right. Oh well. Thank you. Thank you. No, no is, thank you. This no, is thank all of you. This is Paul Robinson signing off. All right, bye. You, you sign off. Bye. We couldn't decide on a song. We love them. We couldn't decide on a song. We love them. We couldn't decide on a song. So we came up with this one.